Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a podcast where we discuss monsters in various multimedia incarnations from the past to the present and all the time in between. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and I'm joined today by both my other co-hosts, Leonard and Cameron. Hey. You, can, Hello. you can hear them in the background right now. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> we're, we're all in the same room. It's, that's just oh, how yeah. we do. 100%. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we have a uh, there's a, we have a podcasting room of requirement that yeah. uh, that we can just enter from of uh, the different continents that we exist on. Oh man, you guys have been portaling in. I've been walking across the seabed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a long way, but it's worth it. It, it, it does. It, it does. Well, that's explain. why. It, that's why it takes two weeks for you to get here every time. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and, it, and it does explain the barnacles in the beard to Cameron. Oh, look. They're just saving them for later. <laughs> it's a long walk. He needs a snack. And, yeah. and, and, but he's also arranged them in a really, really lovely pattern, too. So it's actually a pretty good look. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the, the, the fashion, fashion barnacles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. What are we taking a look at today, or will we be taking a look at today? More Witcher. More Witcher. Witcher. The Witcher, Witcher will eventually return to us um, in in Volume 3 of the comic Omnibus, um, Volume 3 being Curse of Crows, which we will discuss shortly. But first, mm-hmm. we are returning to form with a list, a list of yeah. creatures, legendary yes. creatures from... <laughs> In this case, Slavic mythology. Yes, um, but Slavic thing of the week. No. Mm. We'll work on it. Yeah. Workshop it. Our journey into the Schwarzwald. No? Mm. That, that's, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> We'll 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 get at you next time with the official whatever this is. Um, but we're yeah. still doing it, so that's just a thing. What we what we didn't do was figure out how we're <laughs> to look at this list, um, because mm-hmm. the letters are shorter than before. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna pick some. Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, we are going with the letter S. Ooh, All right. Okay. For Skurzak. Oh God! Yeah. I just okay, I just picked something I don't I don't mm, I don't know what this is, but we're oh it's a Ooh. short one. This is a little short. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so um, um yeah, this, this Leonard, can you read this for us? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes please. Uh, the uh Skurzak or Skurzak. Is a little flying imp in Polish and Windish mythology. Uh, mythology. 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 <laughs> that guy, yeah. <laughs> uh, since the earthquakes, uh, since the earthquakes that have released the gods from the void, many underground labyrinthine maids. Are we just talking about blood? Is this bloodborne? I have, I have questions. Yeah. I have questions <laughs> on this. Uh, what this is doing. Um, continue, please. <laughs> Many underground labyrinthine maze have come to exist. 
uh, one of the many inhabitants of these tunnels are the Skrizaks, living primarily in dark, high-ceiling enclosures. These creatures attack trespassers without mercy. If their target was able to avoid the razor-sharp fangs and claws, the, mani- the maniacal laugh that these imps emit would instead drive a man mad. Their pursuit is relentless, and their cackling constant. These small creatures tend to have human-like appearance, even though their flesh is purplish-black, and they rarely walk but instead fly on lo- large wings on their backs. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I love whoever wrote this. God, it's good. <laughs> the, their pursuit is relentless and their cackling consistent. They someone was just having a time with a really short oh, yeah. entry. Oh um, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's just so much like assumption going on here. Th- this is in media res the Wikipedia article. Yeah, and there's no there's As no links know. to anything else to like let you know what they're. What's going yeah. on? Um, As nope. you all know, the gods were released from the void by the earthquakes and built mazes. Yeah, that's how it is. That's I, just I, how I, it I, feel, I, I, I feel like this might have been like an SMT creature like entry because <laughs> mm. be, because of that specifically that line specifically. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that was a. That was an entry. You know what? These are, if the other ones are, this, this is short. So what we'll do yeah. is we'll each just randomly pick one. So I, that's mine. Ooh. Cameron. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take your pick. Are we still picking you can, No. Just, different letters? Just, different letter. Just pick something. Okay. I'm going to scroll. I'm going to scroll. I'm going to scroll. I'm going to pick the Krasnoludek under K. All right. And. Oh, he's got a little statue. Oh, I like his little statue. Um, oh, I like his little uh, statue. Yeah. So I will read this one. Okay. Krasnoludek is a Polish mythological type of gnome or dwarf common in many Polish and translated folk tales. For example, they resemble small humans and wear pointy red hats. Due to the popularization of fantasy literature, they are now differentiated from both gnomes and dwarves, both of which are used in fantasy literature context. While the word Krasnoludek uh, still remains mostly the domain of older folk tales, the word Krasnogrodov uh, is also used to describe garden gnomes. Uh, Krasnoludek may also be used to insult Swedish taxi drivers, <laughs> in which case it substitutes the Swedish word tomt. Uh, when we talked about tomt, um, before, I believe. Um, the yeah. word Krasnoludek, which I'm like butchering these and uh, mm. I, I think we have some listeners that either spoke Polish or was familiar with. I, I recall mm. being able to consult people on this, and particularly Swedish. I know we can ask for yeah. um, confirmation on this um, yeah. from the old Polish Krasny Krasny Krasny. I don't know the the yeah. difference in the sign over the S um, and the Polish uh, Ludek. Yeah. Which is small person or human like creature. Uh, again, this is like a, um, these are almost like stub entries. Mm. So that's, that's fine. That's um, good. Yeah, yeah. It's still a, still it, uh, fun in yeah, some context. And then, yeah, let it can pick one and I'll read it. Yes. Uh, yep. uh, and, and yes, the, the, the statue of the fingertip and the Crescent Ludic is, oh, yeah, is fantastic. Great. 
It's very <laughs> well, what is it? Uh, I am going for the literally the first thing that I saw when I clicked on the page, which is gold duck. Really? Gold, <laughs> a gold duck. Okay, here we go. Um, so, Tsliotakaczka, Polish for gold duck, is a mythical creature popular in the folklore of Warsaw, uh, a city in Poland. According to one story recorded by poet journalist Arthur Rothman, the duck dwells in the cellars beneath Warsaw's Ostrogski Castle, which is now home to the Frederick Chopin Museum. The creature, a princess who has been bewitched by an evil sorcerer, lives under the castle and waits for someone to set her free. The duck can be restored to human form only by a man who can spend 100 gold ducats a day for three consecutive days without sharing any of this small fortune with anyone. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Um... Two versions of the story have similar endings. A poor shoemaker's apprentice finds the gold duck under the castle and is granted the ducats to spend, but is unable to spend them all in the allotted time. He gives the remainder to a beggar who tells him that money does not bring happiness. The gold duck disappears, taking with it the treasure stored under the castle, but from that day the boy is happy. He becomes a master shoemaker, finds himself a beautiful wife, and lives into old age, surrounded by happy friends and children. Uh, the alternate telling, a soldier finds the duck and is granted the ducats, he is close to exhausting them when he gives the a beggar his last penny. The duck disappears together with the whole castle. <laughs> this is this is uh one of these interesting uh money based reality TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You have to the spend money duck all. has come. <laughs> free blog within three minutes. <laughs> oh man. This 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 could be a thing that we could we could hire Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, legally distinct Affleck duck that just vomits money on people and says you have to spend it within this amount of time. If you can spend these 300 gold ducats within three days. Yeah. I think, I, I think this story needs to be adapted for inflation. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be a lot of money. I don't know, I was trying, I'm trying really hard to look up the value of a, of a ducat, but it's Ducat was used up until the early 20th century. Mm. Oh, here we go. So, with, with some inflation, this is a 1913 mm. value. Yeah. The, the gold ducat was worth the equivalent of nine shillings and four pence sterling, or somewhat more than two dollars. <laughs> How much? How much? Somewhat more than two dollars. Okay. Like, but then we inflate that up from 1913? Yeah, so, I guess, which is, who, who, I don't know, $5? I don't know. I'm just guessing. That could be any kind of thing. I want to see this now, inflation. Listeners, if you know what the inflation on this fairy tale is, please let us know. Well, I know there's, like, websites that just do inflation rates. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so if in 1913 I purchased an item for two dollars, in 2019 the same item would cost fifty-one dollars and sixty-five cents. This is with a two thousand four hundred two percent. Yeah, there's so you you're spending five thousand dollars a day <laughs> for three days straight. <laughs> That's a lot. I have computers and camera equipment that I need to buy. This I mean, duck. Yeah, made I can. I can buy. I can buy some stuff. Like that's not. <laughs> that's just probably way easier. 
Sorry, princess. <laughs> sorry, princess duck. <laughs> oh, God. And oh, sorry, sorry beggars. I don't even have one last penny. Yeah. yeah. No I'm one like, cent's left. <laughs> I'm like, joke's on you, princess duck. I live in a capitalist society. I can absolutely yeah. spend this money. Someone's going to take it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna need a little bit more than this. So can we do? <laughs> uh, just why is it a princess? Why part of the? Setup? I really like I really like that the fact that it's a cursed princess is completely unimportant to the main thrust of the plot. <laughs> well, it keeps disappearing, so no one even like restores the princess. Yeah, mm. I love that. It's just I think it's great. a duck. Now it's it's so bizarre. Oh, Kept God. in the cellar. Castle cellar, uh, yeah. magic gold duck. It's is so. The, uh, is this what the rubber duck from Control actually did, and they just didn't work it out? <laughs> Could be. It's actually a cursed uh, person instead of a cursed object. I, I chased that thing around for fucking ages. <laughs> <laughs> you just needed to spend the spend the, the cash. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Okay, oh, that so was... that that is our. Slavic legendary creatures. Yeah. The arc. The beginning That's of. The... Yeah, the beginning. The beginning. Yeah. Of we'll the probably just. We'll just yeah. There's, there's, this is a diceless run. We're just going to do this, I think, yeah. each time because it's hilarious. I like it. It, it is good. actually really amusing. I'm like, yes, the, 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 the golden duck arc begins. <laughs> oh, God. That would have changed oh. Berserk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> mad at Griffith for an entirely different reason. Oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Yep. And so, of course, none of this means anything for anyone listening, but, um, <laughs> we're gonna, no. we're gonna, we're, we're happy. We'll, we'll put a bookmark. We'll leave the, this for next episode. We'll continue mm. our weird, um, lore of <laughs> looking into creatures and it has like, Backstory. What, 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 I don't know what's happening. Um, uh, Witcher, fine. the Witcher, yes. the Witcher, the Mister the Witcher, <laughs> Mister Aurelia. Yeah, it's our boy. Uh, what, what, what did you call him, Leonard? <laughs> oh, G- G- Garrett. Garrett. Yes, <laughs> of Garrett. yes. Garrett of Rivia. He he just you know look. There's a lot of side quests and one man can't do them all. So Geralt, no. you know, he's hired this stand-in mm. to, you know, to, to take yeah. care of some of the smaller witchery problems. And, I, you know, I guess it just didn't turn out so well mm. because yeah. he, started, he started taking care of the bigger witchery problems. And, oh, yeah, it was probably our Ooh. favorite story we read. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Once again, we joke about this, but we would prob all thoroughly oh, yeah. enjoy the side quest in the, in a, another Witcher game that oh, involves yeah. the counterfeit Geralt. Someone yes. gets CD Projekt in this. We're just we're just writing fan fiction at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, so <laughs> so we're going to be looking at the third volume um, in the Omnibus. This is Curse of Crows, and it's it's mm. Adventures of Geralt and Ciri. And, and sort of Yennefer. And Yennefer, Yennefer, she shows up and just is the fun sucker and makes everything boring. Mm. Uh. <laughs> she, no, she's continually just, like, making things, like, 
she's just taking the fun out of the witchering adventures. Mm, that's dangerous. Don't do that. <laughs> don't and, don't and, sit in the hot tub. <laughs> oh God, yeah. And 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 does everyone at least anyone who follows me knows I I am literally only here for the crows. So that's fair. There, there's that's there's some crows here. We do no, get some crows. Um, mm. but first we get. A troll, everyone's favorite troll, oh, Rockstride. I love the troll. He's the best. He's so good. <laughs> Everyone, I want a little hat like him. Oh, yes. That would be beautiful. <laughs> I would rock that hat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, um, so I, I, so what's I, actually, we should probably talk about what's actually happening versus, mm-hmm. you know, having fun with troll. Uh, and uh, and uh, I I just wanted I want to uh, get this out of the way. Uh, I wasn't here for the previous episode, so I didn't get uh, the chance to comment on how much I love that um, the creatures in the Witcher universe are just kind of people, like mm. just like trying to live their lives and do their things, like. Yeah, the grave hag from House of Blast was <laughs> was like the worst panhandler ever, just like <laughs> hanging around. But I, I I do enjoy that that the that they're just not monsters. They're mm. just they're they're yeah kind of just got, people trying they, to do their thing. Yeah, they just have business. They got business to take care of, and people keep getting yeah. in the way sometimes. Yeah. I feel I feel it always excels in this area with trolls. Whenever Geralt interacts with a troll in any Witcher media, I'm like, yes, this is what I want. It's exactly what I want. Oh, you want to paint a uniform on yourself so you can join the army? Let me run across the world and find two cans of paint. Oh, what's this? Your wife is mad at you, so you kidnapped a human woman to sing for her so she'd stop yelling at you? Don't do that. It's, 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 it's relatable. It's relatable. <laughs> Wife, no yell. <laughs> Listen, hu- uh, human to troll is 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 as human is to bird. Noise yeah, maker. Exactly. Oh yeah, it's just super pitched and sounds kind of pretty <laughs> if you're not paying attention to it. Yep, yep. <laughs> and some of them, uh, some of them are, they can they can lick your liquor you up, providing mm, the booze yeah. that you so crave. Uh, yeah. So and that's um, what Rockstride's currently engaged in. Yeah, he has, <laughs> he has kidnapped a human woman in an attempt to pacify his wife and is currently just hauling her down a road uh, until Geralt stops him and trades him for some spirits. Because, of course, of course, this is what this dapper troll does. It's the best course I'll- of action. Alcohol is the is the secret uh, second currency in low fantasy. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I don't even think it's the secret one. It's uh, there's a lot of drinking going on in these in these stories. Uh, I do like that um, Rockstride just like eats the the whole vessel. <laughs> like, oh it's, yeah, it's in, it's in mean, a glass thing. He just eats it. He's made of rocks. It's probably like yeah. candy glass. Some glass glass candy in a, and some liquor mm. in it. It's like a little bonbon, <laughs> little treat. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. one of those. It's one of those liquid-filled chocolate bottles we get at Christmas. So yeah, we have this encounter, and this is all all in part of uh, um, Geralt and Ciri um, making a trek across the world as they do. Um, they are in. They are heading to uh, take care of a, a Stiga problem elsewhere. Mm. Um, and yeah. And it appears that uh, the young the young woman that they have saved is heading kind of in the same direction. So they're all just gonna hang out, <laughs> hang out together, and make the make the trip. Mm. Camp out, tell tall tales of witchery. You know the usual. yes, as you do. <laughs> mm. I just, I'm just I'm just staring at, at Rockstrike because he's just like tapping on the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> tap tap tap. I walk, no follow. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's my that's my new catchphrase. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> follow, no rock stride, walk, make bother, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's 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 so good. What a good boy. He's he's <laughs> a good boy. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're sort of. This is this is classic Witcher in that you have an overarching goal. But you're gonna do side quests on the way, and we get a there's, lot of good. There's so many side quests. Little side quests. Yep, <laughs> it's um, like the whole time they're just side questing. Oh man, oh yeah, it's like we got to do this, we got to do that. Um, this village says there's a boy dressing up as a lesson to attempt to demand was... tribute from the local women. It's so good. <laughs> just a kid dressed up with like the antlers and the deer skull on his head is like, oh, <laughs> I got you caught my scam. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also a, another aspect that I I I kind I really like about this low fantasy setting um, is is that people will just lie um, mm. because there's no way for you to confirm it unless you do oh, yeah. investigating. So people just lie to your face, and then when they get caught, they're like, "Oh, you figured it out, huh? All right, well, <laughs> you're a clever one." I'm like, yeah, sh- "Oh shame yeah, on me." <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's right. People can just lie because there's no, like, overarching history of everything that you've done in your life. Oh, yeah. Well, Monsters the, have only been around for a couple hundred years anyway. Yeah, and, like, they're, people don't even know all of them. Like, they're only familiar with what may have shown up in their area. Kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there, I think there's, at one point, there's a um, there's an old lady that's someone stealing her pies and so she's mm. trying to she's trying to pay uh, Geralt to go look for the ghost that is taking her pies because it couldn't have been a regular person. <laughs> and then yeah, she's getting mad when he's when he's not. He was refusing because he's just like it's probably just someone stealing your pies. And she's like, mm. but what? Yeah. What if it was a dragon that was taking my pies? What would you do then, Witcher? <laughs> so it's just <laughs> it's just really good. Everyone's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's I, a I, low I, education time of you know the world not everyone knows <laughs> i i really i do really thoroughly thoroughly love the idea of a ghost that steals pies <laughs> gets them just before they're perfectly cooled <laughs> yeah um we did have uh, on their on their little journey um, mm. we get a werewolf pops up. Yes. Shape, yes. shape changer. 
Um, <laughs> it was a little ambiguous. I think it was supposed to be like the rat, and then it became whip. I don't know. The panels are weird on some yeah. of the stuff. We'll just go werewolf shows yeah. up because that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I have pulled up the the Witcher wiki mm. werewolf entry. Um, it's well, it's, I guess fairly brief. Um, yeah. I'll read the bit since I already have it up. Okay. Werewolves are therianthropes who transform into wolves or half-wolves. So I guess it could not have been the little rat thing. Um, as no. us other <laughs> such creatures, they are hardly hurt by steel, but very vulnerable to silver. There are two most common ways to acquire lycanthropy. The first one through a curse, and the second is simply to have a werewolf parent. Mm. Being bitten by another werewolf, while popular in folktales, gives only a very small chance of becoming one in reality. Those who are born as werewolves are able to fully control their shape-shifting abilities, while those cursed or bitten change into their werewolf form only during the full moon. Those who became werewolves during their lives, however, are the only ones who can be cured. So if you're born with it, you're stuck with it. Um, mm. The wolf's vein is said to mitigate the illness sim- illness's symptoms. There you are... Th- Therianthropy diseases include mm-hmm. lycanthropy, including lycanthropy, appeared in the world after the conjunction of the spheres, affecting non-human and early human populations alike. According to Herbolf, lands in the Toyna Valley, also called the Dogbane, were plagued by werewolves before the Nordlink colonization. Um, werewolves have a legendary sense of smell exceptional even against or even amongst real wolves lycanthropes are usually on good terms with other canines and as one would expect hate werecats (laughs) I'm gonna have to I'm just gonna have to click on the werecats because that's yeah let's see that's it we're just doing that oh wow that's a that's an image yeah uh, it's short go ahead and read that one yeah yeah Um, so werecats are therianthropes who transform into cats or half cats Hardly hurt by steel, very vulnerable to silver. Um, there, are, there are two mo- more common ways to acquire iluranthropy. The first through a curse, the, simply to have, the second to simply have a werecat parent. Being bitten by another werecat, while popular in folktales, gives only a very small chance of becoming one in reality. Uh, if you're born as one, you can fully control your shape-shifting. While you're cur- if you're cursed or bitten, you only transform during the full moon. Uh, those who became werecats during their lives, however, are the only ones who can be cured. So you can only be cured if you're cursed or bitten, rather than if you were born a werecat. Um, they appeared after the conjunction of the spears and affected non-humans and humans alike. In Kregyao, the local noble family carried the Iluranthropic gene for generations. Attempts at hiding their secret resulted in creation of a local cult of Leshy, believed by folk to haunt the forest in its cat form. Uh, werecats have good night vision, slightly better than those of real cats. They find faithful companions in other felids, either domestic ones or wild cats, such as pumas or lynxes. As one would expect, they are hostile towards werewolves and were-rats. All right. <laughs> How deep well, did this go? <laughs> we, we're not, we're not going <laughs> to dig down further, but, um, yeah, it's like, it's a slightly copy-pasty of the werewolves, mm. but I, I do like their yeah. little additions of the, the cult of Leshy and that kind of thing. That's mm. fun. Yeah. So yes, that is, that is the werewolf. There's, there's the, the bestiary um, entries, but we'll just not. Um, mm. do that. Uh, yes, the werewolf shows up, uh, <laughs> steals Geralt's swords again. Um, mm-hmm. that seems to be a running theme. He just can't hang on to his swords. 
Uh, however, he does that does give him the opportunity to um, dialogue a little bit about swords just being a tool, and the actual weapon is the Witcher or the man or woman in this case, mm. and that provides minor distraction in order for Siri to skewer the werewolf from behind. Yes. And then cut off his leg, because this fight is super confusing. Mm. He loses a leg somewhere in there. (laughs) (laughs) And then they... I think it just gets burned off. It actually just gets burned off. Really? It, It was a clean, like... Oh, listen! I'm not saying saying that the art indicates that it gets burned off, but from what I'm seeing, (laughs) yeah, it's a little confusing. Um, But then they decide to hack him up for parts, as you do. Yeah, Yeah. Um, um, valuable. Yeah, the werewolf gets the most uh, visual novel bad end that I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. I'm like, oh, no leg, uh, oh, knife in the eye, uh, and then <laughs> then pile-drived into a campfire. Mm. <laughs> and chopped up for bits. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. Wow. That's how Geralt do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes. not how Ger- Ger- Geralt <laughs> No. <laughs> Garrett, dude. Oh, Garrett. <laughs> Garrett just like forgets that you can use him for parts. Yeah, I, I, I feel that he's not as efficient. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> I think he's he's probably good at killing the things and then just leaves them there. Yeah, and he'd be like, he has a catchphrase, like, "Feast for crows," and then just like wanders off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Garrett, so Garrett the Witcher, um, we've got a really big problem. He does the job okay, but he just leaves the corpses there, doesn't dispose of anything, and is just leaving a trail of curse zones behind him. Well, he's just like he's he's he keeps uh creating like necker and ghoul like nests on yeah. accident. Mm, yeah, so you know where he's been because they're just a bunch of like. Carrying hungry things, um, sp- <laughs> spreading across the countryside, mm. and he's just like another job well done. <laughs> it's great. We're gonna have a huge oh. fan fiction of this guy by the end of this. Oh yeah, Witcher we'll extended it. universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So they they do a couple more little side quests. Um, they f- they find out. Um, on one of these little quests that they're they're not like really looking into is that there's a um a gentleman uh just murdering women and children at um mm-hmm. like bathhouses i think was what yeah. was happening and uh Geralt and Siri they're just like eh that's that's people not not monster we don't we don't take care of um peoples mm. we just kill monsters it's not witcher work, and um, they they make their way to a, a old mm. like a lady's home, and they they have their their friend along with them because they're all going to yes. Novigrad. Mm. And they're like, "Oh, yeah, here's the here's the Doppler um, we said we'd bring you." <laughs> Alive. 
Surprise! Um, <laughs> yes, so the 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 young lady that they rescued from um, Rockstride is in fact a Doppler man. Mm. Yes, and the very same one yes. is running around murdering a bunch of people. Yes, um, and so yeah, they're they're leaving him to town town justice, which is mob justice and yeah know, the the, the, yeah. the bereaved parents of the people that he killed and uh we we, we it, it it cuts the scene but um we, we get the idea that it's not a not a pleasant end for this 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 one particular doppler um no yeah. leonard do you have the <laughs> entry pulled up for dopplers i do not in fact i don't I have do. I don't have that link, so if if you, do, I will I give will... you the link. I have the power. But yeah. well, I'll start it off then. So, Dopplers are also known as vexlings, shifters, mimics, doubles, imitators, or pavrats. Um, they mostly lived on the plateau and forests uh, near Novigrad, and now they mostly live in and around Novigrad. Uh, they are shapeshifters who can take the form of anyone or any beast they have encountered, providing they have a similar body weight to them. Uh, the, in na- their natural form, they look quite hideous. They're sort of bold, long-nosed, yellow-eyed midgets with elongated limbs, tongues, and noses, somewhat resembling a figurine molded out of dough. <laughs> However, they rarely remain in this form uh, because they can change to any being who they know and who is not significantly different in size. They can copy everyone precisely, um, so they also in, they also acquire physical features like the voice. They acquire skills, mindsets, and other characteristical behaviors. Uh, they don't need any sort of previous observation for this level of mimicry. They do it instinctively um, and can also apparently change fragments of their bodies into clothes or equipment like a sword or a lute. Um, they cannot shapeshift if they're touching silver, and any item created from their body would change into torn out flesh if it lost contact with them. So, you know, don't drop your sword because that would be incredibly gross. Yep. <laughs> so, so they're basically low fantasy clay face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then apparently Dopplers are exceptionally kind and gentle beings in general. Um, the ability to metamorphosize serves as compensation for a lack of aggression, fangs, and claws. So they're sort of the, the ultimate social being. <laughs> yeah, and it's more of a, um, it's technically, I guess, a defense um, mechanism mm. rather than something to use for a malicious intent. But that, yes. uh, that isn't I mean, always the case. And um, yeah. uh, Siri even takes the, the, the time to point out that she thought Dopplers were generally... Uh, kind-hearted and then yeah of course it's just like not all of them oh yeah no no it's uh not great um yeah so you know before humans started inhabiting that area they mostly spent their time in the form of and other local animals and would join local packs and herds and then hibernated through the winter uh when human settlers arrived they were hunted down and the few survivors uh moved to Novigrad to mix in as humans and other humanoid races however the mistrust of them grew to such levels that some fanatical priests captured dopplers and killed them in the most excruciating way they would be encased in clay vessel vessels and baked until they burst wow which is that's not good yeah not a, not a not a nice way 
to treat anyone, um, let alone a naturally non-aggressive kind creature that just wants to blend in. (laughs) But, you know, yeah. That's probably why Dopplers have started to be not all that. (laughs) Can't blame them. (laughs) Yeah. So that's Dopplers. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't remember what happened next. What happened next? Um, well, what happened next was they got where they were going. <laughs> That's right. They made it to Stinky Novigrad. Mm-hmm. Stinkograd. <laughs> yeah. Yes, which looks and, um, way which looks way more polluted and stinky in this um in the comic than it does in oh, the, yeah. the game or I think even in the, mm. the I'm pretty sure we see Novigrad in the TV series. I don't remember now. I'm sure um, I'm sure it pops up. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, they're sort of staying <laughs> at this sort of inn with a bathhouse associated. And um, Siri is bathing in a hot spring and is approached by a crow that starts yelling about Strigas. <laughs> Striga! Strigas and then not looking at the ladies. Yep. Yes, not allowed to look as Eli, but allowed to look as a crow, <laughs> because he's just a crow. <laughs> it works. I'm just a crow. Nothing suspicious here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing and, to and, see. And here. fairness, it's not fair that his um, that his sister can look, but he can't. <laughs> uh, yeah. What a lad! What a lad! Mm. So. um... Yes, this is obviously not just a crow, but uh, that's all we get out of them at the moment. Yes. <laughs> this is a little future foreshadowing for a character. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I also want to say I really love how cavalier everyone is about the magical nonsense that goes on in this, in this mm. world. Oh, uh, yeah. Taking the bath. Uh, I've just been accosted and screamed at by a crow. I, I will continue my bath and just... Hmm. Weird. Yeah. It's not. This is not actively trying to kill Siri. No, she, <laughs> she. There's even she's talking. She's so she's telling um Geralt about it, and uh, um I think it's just that that part where uh. Mm, so she's talking to him, and it's um they're talking about uh, meeting Marilena, who has hired them about the um the Striga. And uh, here's Siri. Strange as it might sound, just had a meeting about it myself with a crow, no less. One that talked. And uh, Geralt's like, talked? About what? Dick the Striga <laughs> and naked woman and fairness in the world. <laughs> Geralt. Oh, a philosopher crow. Sense any danger? <laughs> I think not. It was just a crow. Didn't seem threatening then. It, it hadn't seemed like it was going to talk either. Yet it did. So yeah, it's just yep. super cavalier. Like they don't care. Just they just yep. see weird stuff, and that's just yeah par for the yeah. course. Also, I am stealing philosophy, crow. No one can stop me. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, and so they're going through Novigrad into time. Uh, Geralt is telling the story of um, the very famous story of the. Striga he once managed to defeat and cure because uh turns out Geralt's one of very few people, let alone witches, in the world to have actually taken on a Striga and lived because they're terrifying. Um, 
Yeah, and this is one of the more famous Witcher stories, the opening to Witcher 1. Um, it's the focus of the sort of second and third episode, I believe, of the Witcher TV series off the top of my head. <laughs> um, it's in this. And, uh, yeah, so the story so far is that uh, Foltest, King of Temeria, uh, committed incest with his sister, and, you know, she died during childbirth. He thing was the the thing that was born was something that should not be and so they abandoned it in the castle and just kind of all up jumped ship as it were moved to another part of Tamaria and um it was it was just living there in the castle coming out once a month on the full moon to slowly devastate the countryside around it uh one month at a time and uh, yeah I I just love the Striga design because it's just this it's sort of like a werewolfy vampire style creature in terms of like its overall themes, but then it's a big blue ogre with like body length red hair. Yes, <laughs> and yes, height. and <laughs> shaped like a brick house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it also goes like five hundred miles an hour. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, and it, it was it's a very four, scary. Beast. This this was uh, the events of like fourteen years of, of mm. this curse going on um, before Geralt uh, showed up. Mm, Yeah. Um, And even other witches had been slain before as well. Mm -hmm. I I do Um, like... So he's he's narrating this to Ciri. He's telling Ciri this whole Mm. tale. Um, But his... This is the little narration at the end of this. says, But the princess had returned, and as the cursed Striga, 14 years old by the time I came around, Striga Mm -hmm. had forced everyone out of the old palace, which you talked about, uh, too fierce to curse or kill, or cure or kill, too hungry for anyone to ask her if she might politely leave. (laughs) 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 Because that's that's Uh, Geralt humor, and he gets, gets, like, called out on it a couple times Mm. (laughs) in, in, in this, and then also laments that he thinks he's funny. <laughs> Why does yeah. anyone else think he's funny? <laughs> I it's, thought it was good. a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he continues telling the story. Uh, it turns out one of the king's advisors uh, resented the king for sleeping with the king's sister because he was in love with the king's sister, Ada, uh, and so laid a curse on him, um, the curse being... You know, your kingdom will slowly fall to ruin um, as your reputation crumbles because you can't stop a terrifying, unkillable, terrible ogre, vampire, werewolf monster from destroying your kingdom. Um, and anyone who looks like might, they might have a chance of killing or curing the Striga, he comes to them the night before and says, hey, here's $3,000. Get the hell out of the kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it. Just take the money and go. And it, and it uh, generally seems to be working until uh, yeah. until our, boy, our boy Geralt shows up. He's like, "I'm just gonna do the thing." Plus, yeah, I just drank these, na- these nasty. Oh, <laughs> like, I just drank uh, Maratrim, Stramonium, Hawthorne, Spurge, and Bad. Like, yeah, I can't waste the stuff. I just had to to, yeah. to knock back because they're disgusting and mm. it'll wear away. It'll wear out. And I'm wasting them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, then you know. Mm. I also find the the ease of of placing a curse in this universe to be incredibly distressing. Oh yeah, 
Someone just can be mad at you for a long enough time or enough people yep. being mad at you <laughs> yeah. at one time that you get cursed. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> this and like everybody's a threat here. Or yourself. Yeah, I, th- I think like, you can be mad at yourself or other people for a long time and also mm. be cursed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But like, it, it also seems like an incredibly specific curse because later on we'll find out more about curses in this uh, in this issue as well. Like, an incredibly specific curse seems really easy to do. Like, <laughs> on on accident, like someone can Yes, yeah, someone can point, be angry enough and point at you and say, you're going to be this now and then you're that. <laughs> which is not good. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's yeah. like um. So Ostrid, the guy who did the curse, um, he's mm-hmm. like, I know what you're thinking, but it wasn't like that. Believe me, I cast no spells. I know no magic. Only once in anger did I say, did I say it was only the one switcher. <laughs> so he just <laughs> was venting. He was venting yeah, at yeah. the king and cursed him. Yeah, <laughs> wild magic went. Yeah, you know what? This is gonna happen now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- it, that um, that that princess turns into a straga, and and the other princess turns into gold duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think in the um this story in the TV show, uh, yeah, it's it's the same general plot, but instead, mm. um, Ostrid did in on purpose like learn a yeah. curse. And then he yeah, uses it, and I don't think he thought it was going to work. It just mm. did. And I was really angry, so I just did yeah. ritual and bathed myself in lamb's blood for an entire night. <laughs> yes, he's like, look, I just like I, I was just mad. <laughs> mm. So I tried this thing. It may or not have it may or may not have uh, worked, but you know it did, mm. and uh, that's that. I don't have a I don't have a counter for it. You know, we're we're just here now. And then he does, in fact, know mm. the the reverse, um, the way to reverse the curse, and he ends yeah. up just getting like disemboweled because he gets tied, yeah. tied to a bed instead of yeah. being left in the dungeon. So it's the same outcome, same general plot. Yeah, slightly different specific. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, but uh, that 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 beast trigger for you—they are terrifying. Ooh, they're no good. Um, but they've managed to reach their actual employer, and she lays out a big map of Novigrad. It's like, well, here's where all the people have been killed. So, you know, you gotta work out where it is and everything, but you gotta, you gotta just go do your job. It's like, and the, you know, you're not telling her what is it, because Geralt, despite having somewhat dulled emotions due to being a witcher, if not a complete lack of them at least, uh, he knows how to read people when it comes to these jobs. Um, and let's see. I want to back uh, up slightly oh, yes, sorry, because sorry. I, this is not monster related. However, mm. um, this, this bit with Padiga, the, the little pickpocket was hilarious. Oh, yes. Yes, he's great. <laughs> it's, it's just a little gruff, like, orphan child mm. s- sneaking into people's houses to take their stuff, gets kicked out of a house um, Siri sees it happen and then just jumps inside to kind of figure out why some girl got chucked out of a window. And mm-hmm. she's just like a miserable little child. Um, yeah. With like the best, the best accent ever. 
Mm-hmm. And then yes. obviously Siri sorts out everything inside and Pelag is like, well, they'll assume I, you, I know you, so I've got to make it look like you don't like me either. And then just runs headfirst into a wall and knocks herself out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she even, uh, yeah, Siri's like, you should just leave, leave town, start a new life, like, just be more mobile. And the, the girls, mm. uh, no good. Where'd I go to? I just have to make them think you treated me a little, or a little Palika rough. Nothing to it. Oh, I've done it a fall. Stand aside, make some room, <laughs> and just <laughs> runs ahead first into the wall. Like, it's really good. Oh, it's just <laughs> it's out just, of context it's, with it, the it, panel. With Siri and Geralt standing over a child in the middle I, of the I was, I was just going to say, it isn't the panel where she runs into the wall. It is the panel where she is unconscious, tiny, and they are just looking at her. And then they just brush it off and, like, walk away. Like, never sees it to surprise mm. me. And then Geralt really usually shows me exactly what I expect. And they just, they're like, okay, that's, that, that happened. Hmm. Mm. It's super good. <laughs> yes, it's super good. And then yes, they get they get to the um mm. the Striga specifics, which yes. are also then, not actually very specific. No, <laughs> and we um, find the, the best po- the best map <laughs> in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a great map. Just <laughs> got a bunch of people. Uh. Uh, I just, I really, around the edges. Yeah, I really just, I'm like very, very nicely dressed nobleman with like, like hustler map of the city. Yeah, I mean, like it kind of makes sense. Like she's an ex royal midwife, and she's sort of taken up this, not not quite a cult, but like a, a an ideology kind of business of like pleasure and like gentle healing and stuff so right she, she basically runs a fancy massage bar. yes yes she runs <laughs> kind of makes so, so planned. this kind of map yeah well she she <laughs> i don't even think she had that on purpose it's she has a map of the of the surrounding countryside mm. and she's been using that to mark um where this Jiga has been mm. murdering people yeah and she she yeah. specifically calls out like don't uh, she's like, kind of pardon the artwork on here. They, um, yeah. The guy that does the map has a thing, and he likes to draw in the margins. <laughs> and that's just every – any map you get from him is just going to have this on it. Um, they're just – That's amazing. It's just yeah. some frolicking people. They just are having a good time. Yeah. It's yeah. like the bits you'd see, like, in an um, um, in a, a illuminated um, manuscript or – Anything like that, where they just in the margins r- drew like ridiculous things because they were bored. Yeah, mm. <laughs> this guy just draws n- yeah naughty people. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and um, in in this we actually get a, a bit of connection. Their current employer was the midwife to Ada, um, and uh, what's the, what's his name, the, the king in Tamera who fought the Striga. Uh, so yeah. she was around for that, and, and then she knows Gal. Um, she like. Yeah, she knows Geralt. Uh, and so she, before the next full moon, she also wants to look into what's going on with her son, Elid, uh, just because he seems to be having a bit of a rough time. Um, and she also mentions that uh, Ostrit is actually Elid's father, which is another level on top of that. Um, you know, the reason this is Witcher work is because sometimes Elid is a crow. 
you know, yeah. just you know, it just happens. <laughs> and she doesn't know why he's like he just sometimes is. Yeah, just is. <laughs> I mean, we don't even know why it doesn't it doesn't explain mm. it. Ah, uh, no, it explains it now. Like slightly. It explains it later. Yes. Oh, push it, push it, push it. There we go. Gotta calm the cat down. She's getting angry at me. <laughs> Alright, yeah. So, let's see. I'll just have this. And uh, they do some more research on what might be going up. So, Geralt, like, goes to an alchemy shop. He goes to the library. Uh, meanwhile, Ciri's speaking to Elid, trying to figure out what's going on. He's got a book named Goose and Cat, titled Goose and Cat. <laughs> he's, a, he's a nice young lad with a cap on his head, sitting on fence posts, you know, the usual. Um, and as a young lad, so apt to do, he likes to show off a bit, so he's like, look, my arm grows feathers. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just a crow yeah. sometimes. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know this misty, this misty guy who says, "Don't tell anyone about me," but like, I'll tell you because you're cool. Look, I can grow feathers. I'm super smart and cool and interesting. <laughs> um, Geralt does some witchering work. He's fighting wraiths in the sewers. It looks like. Yeah. yeah. Or he's playing cards, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> yeah, and they're and they're both. They're doing a lot, a lot of this stuff to get information out of um, Elid. Yes, <laughs> like Garrett yeah. just gets the boy drunk <laughs> at a bar and is trying to get him yeah. to talk. I mean, if it works, it works. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> they don't, they don't get uh, anything useful from yeah. him. Um, yeah, uh, I, and 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 then we cut to uh, my m- one of my favorite panels, which is uh, Siri in the uh, queen size bathtub with the giant coal powered heater, <laughs> water heater next to it, which is mm. literally my favorite thing. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, that looks really relaxing. I'd, oh, really, yeah. love to, I'd really love to be in, in exactly that right now. It would be very nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also just like, you're going to suffocate because all of the exhaust is literally pouring into the room. <laughs> mm, yeah, unfortunately. They, they may have some sort of venting system. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, I mean, she's still alive later, so they must have something. Yeah. Oh, no, witchers are immune to poison. Yep. <laughs> and I guess maybe carbon monoxide is one of those. Yeah, it probably counts. It's um, called carbon monoxide poisoning for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, yeah. We also get we also get Geralt in the bath uh, with a couple of lovely lady attendants who are sort of gossipy. Is like, we know you're here to, you know, get rid of Astriga, and they're doing all the folklore, wives' tales stuff about that. And Geralt says, you know, is explaining about how curses are really complicated. They're never good when things are complicated, which is fair. And then speaking of complicated, uh, Yennefer shows up to find Geralt in the bath with two nude women, because of course, uh, it's fine. Let's see, let's see, end of that chapter. Yes. Yes. I, 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 I love, I love that, that, 
that witches have to make dramatic entrances in this universe. Oh, yeah. Like she yeah. literally could have appeared just outside the door and knocked, but no, it's it's <laughs> an explosion, <laughs> and I'm here. Yes, yeah. And then he, he like the he even calls her out on it, and she's like, "No, I just I'm gonna do what I want." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's uh uh. It, 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 I, I'm, I'm always, I always forget how charming I find a lot of the characters and the structure of this, of this universe. Like, The Witcher is, un, like, undeniably dark and, like, dark, low fantasy to, like, sometimes dabbling in high fantasy, uh, stuff, mm. but the, 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 the people are mostly just people trying to live and be people and it's it's yeah. always incredibly charming the way that that this world is rendered mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah. it's a, it's a tough place so everyone's kind of a jerk which is funny <laughs> because they're just always that way <laughs> right mm-hmm. It's like even even if you could expect better of someone, they're just you're not gonna bother. Not, yeah. not too often, yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think it um it goes back to him um uh Geralt finishing his tale, or most mostly his tale mm. of uh of his Striga battle. Um here we go, yes. Um yeah, so the Striga managed to catch Ostrit. Nah, makes good bait, I suppose, and um, Geralt tried very hard to fight it, uh, and obviously he couldn't injure it too heavy, heavily, seeking to cure it, not kill it. Um, but the key to defeating it, the Striga, was to stop it from entering its resting place before, you know, dawn broke. And so he has to fight this big ogre vampire, speed of a bullet, mass of a truck thing. Uh, and then also lock it out of its own coffin for several hours while he slept inside it. Um, but he managed to cure her. Um, obviously, Ostrid didn't make it. But, uh, yeah. That, that's, that's the famous story of Geralt beating Astriga. Alright. <laughs> And, and, and even more, <laughs> and, and after, after he tells that story, he then proceeds mm. to say, I, I'm also not going to take your contract. I don't want to yeah. do that again. I'm tired. Yeah. I, by the way, I'm, 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 uh, Geralt is my, my new favorite, uh, protagonist ar- archetype, um, which is tired. Um, mm. it is, <laughs> yes, tired is my new favorite hero archetype of, uh, all right, I guess I'll do it because it's mm. what I do, but man, do I have zero interest <laughs> in doing that. <laughs> or it's, I'm going to yeah. do the job, but I don't have to like it. Yep. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, mm, that, wow, that is wholly relatable for me now. Thanks, life. <laughs> uh, I just, I just need the money. Yeah. Yeah. I just need the money. Maybe I can get a nice room out of it too. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he even goes out of his way to, um, to tell Siri that 
He's like, look, this is at the end of the day, it's about the money. Yeah. We're doing a service for the money. And if you can find a better paying job that does the same kind of thing, just go do that. You can, nothing's, we'll just stop. Mm. We'll stop whatever we're doing and go do the more money job. Like that's what, that's how we survive. Hmm. Yeah. Because we're not here to save people. We're here to kill monsters. So Hmm. if there's a more expensive or one with a better price in its head, we'll just go after that instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and speaking of better work, Yennefer's come with an urgent contract for them. Uh, King Tancred of, uh, Kavir wishes to bear a child and is prepared to pay a fortune for it. Um, uh, oh, King, King Tancred. His, his, King Tancred, his wife. wife. Yes, wants a child, rather. Read that wrong. Um, and she, uh, Yennefer needs several rare ingredients and is gonna essentially hire Geralt and Siri to get them for her, which is a really convoluted way of spending time with your family. But if it works, it works, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then Geralt's just like, what? I mean, we're, we, we're expensive to hire us. Why wouldn't you just ask mm. us for a favor? Cause we would just do it kind of anyway. Yeah. Instead of going out of your way to hire us for something specific. Yeah. That's Yennefer. Yeah, she's just, (laughs) why not? Because I can. Exactly, that's what she would say. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Because I can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So they head off. They travel. Uh, Siri heads off in one direction to get a certain set of ingredients, and Geralt and Yennefer head off in another to get another set of ingredients. Uh, And they go their separate ways. There we go. That's better. And we get sort of like a little Siri solo adventure uh, going on sooner or later. Um, Yes. No, I am remembering this correct. I'm double checking with the whole thing. Um, (laughs) Yes. So uh, Geralt finds out Yennefer is actually just essentially doing this to stop them from taking the contract on the Striga because that's dangerous as hell. Um, Siri overhears the citizen particularly pleased, uh, but goes, essentially goes to go off on her own. She was already planning to do and Elid drops by, uh, because he just can't leave people alone. Uh, uh, I really like, yes, a, as a crow and then turns into a boy. And I really like that it is literally like crow landing one panel, boy sitting on windowsill next. Oh, yeah. No, no yeah. shift, just poof. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I, I imagine like, there's a sound effect of some kind. Yeah. Where this animated. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah um, yeah so Siri wants to go kill the streak herself because that will stop Geralt and Yennefer from coddling her and treating her like a child and Elid says that's a terrible idea you don't want to do that (laughs) and he looks very pleased with himself when Siri agrees (laughs) with that (laughs) statement (laughs) yes it is a terrible idea but I'm going to do it anyway Mm. right Yeah, under under the under the auspices of going to f- find Viper eggs. Yes, 
Yes. Goes off back towards Novigrad. And we enter chapter four. Curse of Crows. As Siri's sole adventure gets into full swing with her immediately getting into a fight with people outside of town. <laughs> because I, I, I do want to just touch on one last thing in chapter three, and that is when Yennefer monster hunter worlds her soup into yes, oh, yes. God. sorcery, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's still soup. Like it, it still will function as the nutritional content and 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 function of soup, but it tastes like like caviar stuffed giddy hen with oranges so <laughs> the finer things in life yep <laughs> except oh, for the, the way it was drawn it looks actually kind of disgusting <laughs> yeah. yeah it looks weird <laughs> it looks like larva or something i don't know <laughs> weird giant caterpillars yeah with, with yeah. a palm frond uh, as garnish yeah <laughs> It literally, it it actually looks like what it, what like a six year old thinks a fancy meal looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jennifer. Yep, she's just not mm-hmm. having this this eating probably gross tavern food. Yeah, it, yeah. It, normal people food gross <laughs> says every every sorceress and witch ever in the witcher universe <laughs> Ugh. And, and and there's good reason since they're generally tied to like a king yes or they're in a court or something so it's generally fancy fair yes and they can just teleport mm. wherever so just pop back home and eat some good foods and then go back to what they were doing mm. yeah but yeah, Siri just decks a bunch of dudes, and then yep, and then yeah. goes in and then gets stink eye from more dudes inside yeah, like, of a tavern. Everybody inside the tavern except for um one of the uh, waitresses. Yes, <laughs> and then goes to the baths. Yes, at an inn, bath inn, bathhouse. You know. Gotta go, yeah. gotta go to baths. Yeah, and, um, um yeah, meets, uh, Elisa there, which is Elid's sister, uh, although it's not made immediately obvious here. Um, and, you know, they sort of get to know each other. Um, they both have parents attempting to stop them from living their lives, as it were. <laughs> um, and Elisa in particular is apparently looking for her father's murderer, which, if you, Pull, put together the uh, the pins on the map of Elid's father was Ostrit. <laughs> Ellis's father is maybe also Ostrit. Poses some problems. Um, but I did get that on my first read through. Uh, so it was nice going back and seeing there was actually that detail put in there. Um, let's see. And then Elid and Siri are staying with Elid's mother for the evening and Siri is still set on fighting the Striga and Elid is really personally against this to the point of like tears. Yep. <laughs> like it's way too dangerous. And um later that night there's a crow in a sort of a broken down town slash graveyard, which I believe is super Leonard appropriate territory. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, else, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's all bad. I think I think there's a ghost or a wraith. Uh, boy, <laughs> crow boy is is providing some information. It's the mm. Strega. Uh, 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 I like uh, Elsa. I know, because this is yeah. actually actually secretly a a a, a frozen crossover. Uh, uh, Elsa, <laughs> I know something something I must tell ye. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, um, and Elsa's not pleased. She's like, no, told you you weren't to come here ever. Yeah, like ugh. Mm. Uh, and then uh, another sibling, another sibling possibly is is introduced. Um, because mm-hmm. uh, he says, uh, "Sis, dear sis, ye angry, but ye ye've no need to be." I cannot do a young boy with this voice. <laughs> I will just sound like Willem Dafoe from The Lighthouse. Deal with it. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but ye no need to be. No need. Ye just do, don't want ye to hurt her. Ye can't. Shouldn't even want to. Mm, well, ye just yeah. have to spill your beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so essentially, Elid's trying to convince Elisa not to attack Siri when Siri comes there later. Um, and obviously, Elisa is not so happy with that idea, because um, you know, Ciri's a Witcher. <laughs> they are both clearly supernatural, and in the case of Elisa, almost definitely a monster of some kind, because she's the Striga, as far as we can tell, um, and drawn real creepy as well. I love the sort of the the smooth movements and stuff that you can see, and then the transformation in the face. When she's all getting right in Elid's face, like you know, witches kill us. We can't, can't be uh, friendly with them and all that kind of stuff. Then yeah, and I'm just like, well, he's just kind of like a a a a a, a crow, so he's cool. Mm. Yeah, You're, this is a you situation, sis. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he's also not smart, so I get how mm. he's he can this he can be convinced of this. But I, yeah. but seriously, with just a little thought, I'm like, mm, no, I'm actually pretty benign. It's kind of you, but I guess I have to love you because it's low fantasy setting, and that's and mm. family is super important. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they have a nice chat, and then um. Either goes off to check on Siri the next morning again. She's busy preparing her arsenal of herbs and spices. Um, secret ones, 11 of them. Uh, <laughs> yes, in order to so, combat so, so potent that not even five Striga could uh, defeat her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, um, Siri. So I'm, not, yeah. I'm not sure that mm. you get the trouble that yeah. uh, the Striga would be. Yeah. Yeah, um, Kentucky Fried Strega never really took <laughs> off. Uh, yeah. Um, at this point, we cut back to see what Yennefer and Geralt are up to, and they are appear- appearing to have a pretty dandy time, just slow traveling across the continent. Uh, 
you know, resting by rivers, uh, inhabiting bathhouses and lodges, the usual. Yeah, they're having like an extended meat cute uh, on this mm. lady's dime while trying to <laughs> kill this monster. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. also feels really appropriate to the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and at some point, Yennefer pulls in another random traveler who wanted safety in numbers on the road by forcing him to skinny dip with her because, you well, know, because she was just, she was her. mad at Geralt for not joining her into the water and also mm. probably trying to sleep with those two ladies earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Um, so, you know, they travel along together. It's, it's, it's really, it's a really short journey where he's brown, but like when they part ways, he, the, this, uh, this random on the road has like a little speech at Yennefer's like, he's a witcher, he's gonna die sooner or later, you should come with me instead. I'm like, as far as I can tell, you guys have been traveling together like two days. If <laughs> not if that, that long. it was like if really that. brief. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's fine. Um, let's see. And then Elid is uh, also interspersed with this, apparently desperately looking for Geralt and uh, Yennefer, and gives them the news that Ciri's going after Ostriga on her own, because of course she is, because you said she couldn't. When will they learn? I, I like his I like his little montage adventure of dealing with actual other animals like mm. the, the owl and then the cat. Mm. Real <laughs> and, pro shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like you can just turn into a human until the rain lets up. You actually mm. have the ability to just switch back. In fact, you are <laughs> bragging about how you can just switch to and from by will. <laughs> like you don't actually have to make this harder for yourself because that's mm. exactly what you're doing right now. Well, yeah. he's a, he's a simple boy. He just you know. It's the best he got. Mm, yeah, and he's and he's not um, a he's not a peeper. He's no, he's being very good. Yes, covering his hands, covering his eyes with his hands, but he's still got one pinky pulled out so you can see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but Geralt doesn't seem too fussed because Striga's only hunt on the full moon, and full moon's not for another week. Um, but it was like, but I saw the Striga last night, like out and about. It's like, oh, it's not a streaker. Well, he's also specifically saying, he's like, I saw her, and then she was a beast, and then a woman, and then a beast. Yeah. And Geralt's yeah. like, yeah, they can't do that. That's not a streaker. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, and then we get a great little Witcher montage from Sirius' perspective. She's oiling the sword. She's making bombs, all the usual. Um, it's quite like that little one. And she, oh, she goes to this abandoned sort of farmhouse. And there she finds the whatever the hell Elisa is meant to be. Yes. Still don't know. Lots of teeth. <laughs> That's about it. Um, yep. and we get, we get a little fight, uh, wherein Siri, though resourceful, is pretty, pretty handily beaten, um, including just copping a, a rock to the head at one point. Elisa <laughs> <laughs> like throws a rock at her, hits her in the head. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Surprise! <laughs> Just chucks a yeah. rock at her. I can use yeah. things too. 
it, 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 it's literally a, mo- a monster using pocket sand during yeah. this fight. <laughs> pocket rock. <laughs> yeah, um, but go on, Yennefer, make it in time, save the day, um, with a handy distraction by Elid as well, just pecking at um, Ellis's arm right before yeah. she's about to finish Siri off. Um, and then we, uh, we handily move into the next chapter of, oh god, fuck, it's not a striga. Um, getting <laughs> medical supplies. Just Geralt kicking down a door with someone with their throat half torn out is a pretty strong image. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, a, a visibly sad crying crow is also a very strong image. <laughs> yes, this crow has tears <laughs> and weeps. Uh, um, and Geralt's in the way while Yennefer's trying to do actual medical work, so off he goes to drink because he is a person who deals with trauma in healthy ways. Um, <laughs> Ellard tries to patch things up with Elisa, meanwhile, um, and, you know, trying to convince her that, you know, we could just leave all this behind. You don't have to be so obsessed with hate and revenge. Um, and, you know, Ellison makes the argument that if you know, Geralt hadn't killed Ostrit, we would have been just fine. Yeah. We'd have been nobles in the Temerian court, effectively. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. And apparently Ostrit's still around as a ghost or something, because apparently he's been talking to Ellard as well, and he's how Ellard knows how to work his crow powers and whatnot. Um, whereas Elisa is just obsessed with revenge for the shambles their life has sort of become. Um, and we get their backstory because, uh, the background to all of this obviously is Nilfgaard, the Empire has been running around the world of the Witcher, just kind of generally conquering everything and causing a lot of refugee movement. And, uh, part of this was, um, Ellard and Elisa were sent off to live with their grandmother for a bit, um, while things were unstable. And they were stuck in a town during a famine. Yes. Um, yeah, so no, it's not a great, not a great place to be, um, for two young kids. Uh, but when Ellis is pretty resourceful and when she sees, uh, what looks like a soldier limping by, um, and he tells her there's a battlefield just a league over the way, uh, she grabs Ellard and off they run to go a looting as it's the pastime. Uh, off oh, she time. skips to, oh, to yeah. loot the battlefield. So happy to be looting. Yeah. yeah. I mean she's like she's literally skipping. It's really great. <laughs> yeah. That no, no, it's, it's it's a day full of opportunities as they immediately start removing jewelry and rations from dead men. <laughs> Just this this field of corpses. Um, and in particular, a man laying there dying with an arrow on his neck says, just please don't take my family ring. And Ella goes, I shall take that family ring, effectively. <laughs> um, they're pulling, yeah. they're pulling gold teeth, all that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Elisa gets very angry at Ella because Ellard immediately ate the few bits of bread that he found in people's packs. And, you know, he couldn't help it. He was hungry. So off she goes, cuts a piece of meat out of a dead man's neck and eats it. <laughs> out, of, out of spite. Out of yeah. out of 100% spite of, oh, yeah. oh, 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 I don't get any bread. Well, cannibalism, cannibalism from me. Thank you very much, brother. 
Yeah. Look, look yeah. what you're making me do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and they're, they're, they're in pretty, pretty good company here because slightly further down the field are just a couple of ghouls that have come out to check out the dead bodies. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're not so different, you and I, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, and they sort of just hack a few lumps out of various soldiers' legs, put them in a sack and off they go. Yeah. You know, for later. Which was horrible. Yeah, for later. They got a they got a sick grandmother to take care of. Yeah. You know? Grand he'll love this soldier meat. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's horse. I told you it's horse. That yeah, poor exactly. horse that I helped finish off. <laughs> um I actually really like the ghoul situation of there's zero reason for anyone in this situation to be antagonistic for, uh to mm. one another because there's literally enough to go around. Yeah. Yeah. But you know I did all the work for this, why should I have to share it with these people who've randomly walked into my house <laughs> and gone, you gotta share this pot of food. Um and essentially the entire local community, uh, including a man with a bird, a pet, a pet crow, um, take everything they looted and force them to divide the stew they made, uh, out amongst all the people there. Um, you know, because there's, you know, the, these kids, they've gone and done a horrible, sinful thing, stealing from the dead and the nearly dead. And to ease their sin, they have to take it, take it amongst themselves and spread it out. Don't, don't forcibly take anything. That's a sin too. Only accept it if they give you the bottle of food. And then they all stare at the two kids and, you know, force them to give them lots of food. Yes. Cause, you know, it's a famine situation. It's not entirely, it's not entirely, um, unjustified their behavior, I suppose. You know, it's not, it's not at all, uh, happy from Ellis's point of view. She did all this work and now she's being forced to give it all away. Oh, and she uh, has the best I can't believe this shit face oh, I yeah. think I've seen in a really <laughs> Great. long time. There's no more mean mugging than this. I'm it is it is it is one hundred percent just like mm, I, I, I hate all of you. It's the yeah. best. I love I love I love really well rendered, upset, angry children. <laughs> it, 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 I I do. I don't. It, I don't know what that says about me, but as in in art, like very angry children is mm. is is kind of just like teehee, That's cute. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's the extent of the story there. And then we cut back to Monday. Elid is going, well, you can't see past your literally blinding hatred. So, you know, I'm done with you here. You can't, you can't give up on this foolish idea of killing Geralt because somehow all of that was Geralt's fault just for killing Ostrich. Uh, and we cut back to Geralt, uh, Elid run, flies back to Geralt and, you know, there's nowhere else for him to go at the moment, I suppose. <laughs> um, and Geralt wants his half of the story. Um, and gets told all of that up to that point about their, uh, their past with the battlefield. Um, and then convinces Ella to tell him the rest, which is Elisa snaps and tells everyone what they're actually eating. Yep. <laughs> which is, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, people are immediately 
very unhappy with them. And <laughs> there's like vomiting. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah, a scene of not many vomiting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's the pie eating contest from Stand By Me, but only <laughs> with only if they're human meat pies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we get um, uh, the curse. The curse. <laughs> I okay. I'm I I once again I love Geralt's like curses are complicated. I'm like putting them on people, places, and things is really easy. Oh yeah, it's yeah. the removing that's the complicated part. Absolutely. Like so, this guy with a crow on his shoulder points at Ellard and says, "You took dignity from the dead and the dying by stealing what was rightfully theirs, like a crow. So you shall be a crow." And that's Illid's curse. That's that's it. It's done. And then for Elisa, you know, it's she fed them carrion, made them into monsters, so she shall be a beast of horror and hunger. Um that hungers for the meat of men points at her, she says, So be it, as their grandmother weeps in her hospice bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and off they wander. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and so now we know that it's a pretty intense curse, and Geralt takes a blood sample and uh, quickly concocts a little cure for uh, what, it, what is ailing Siri, because no matter what Yennefer is doing, her fever won't go down. It's like she's, like she's, like been, she's poisoned. been cursed. But yes. that's the curse. The curse <laughs> of hatred and rage and hunger. <laughs> Rotting away at her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um... And you know they uh they head back towards uh where Elid and Ellis's mother lives and works because they figure that's the easiest place to find Elisa. And uh, what do you know? But she comes crashing in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we get we get a pretty cool because you're fighting a monster in a bathhouse, which is pretty cool. I'm into it. You know, we get lots of using art to throw people around into pools of water, stuff like. That. Um, lots of great underwater shots with flowing monster hair and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and um, essentially, you know, the fight ends uh, by them burning down the entire bathhouse. Yep. <laughs> with the monsters stuck inside. Yep. This is the. This is the. This is the. Um, the the un, unfortunate ending to Western Spirited Away. Um, that we, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and we get the final yeah. lament of the. Uh, it's not even a lament. It's like kind of a curse, maybe. Yeah, Where she's she's on fire, burning up, and then she's like entreating, "Witcher, won't you save me? Won't you lift my curse as you did of that that of your princess?" And he's just like, "No, you're too damn far gone." Already were a good while back, <laughs> and then she yep. just burns up. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah, we get what I would classify as like the bad ending for this, this for this run of a quest. Effective, yeah. She didn't manage to lift either curse. Uh, Elid has apparently just gone off and to live as a crow from now on. From what yep. the final panel indicates, because the final panel is a crow picking at the uh, the eye of a hanged man. <laughs> Which, because mm, um, yeah. <laughs> their mother was also killed in the middle of all that. Yeah. So, and then the entire time it's Geralt being like ridiculously upbeat and positive about the whole thing. 
Yep. Mm. Is that, uh, I'm, I'm sure he's fine. He's um he's learned a lot of valuable things from this, and he's gonna go mm. live his happy life. Um, <laughs> but that's yeah, that's that's like weirdly optimistic, Geralt. I don't <laughs> I don't understand your where you yeah. came from with that. You just killed his uh, sister, um, and his mother was killed. I I, I just want to I just want to point out that uh, the 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 panel uh, between uh uh of uh, uh the two panels of the bathhouse bur- burning i i just want to point out to everyone that um for some reason uh garrett of revia is is standing amongst mm. Jennifer and siri given the way <laughs> that he is he is drawn that is clearly <laughs> that is clearly gerald of rivia <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a little little off. <laughs> he's a little, panel. Yeah, a little off model. I was like, Gerald. Uh, I'm like, Gerald, you're there. You're taking all the credit again. Maybe that's why he's there why he's naively optimistic in the next panel. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's a job well done. Everything's a happy ending for you, <laughs> And everyone lived happily ever after. Let's, let's get out of this place. Yep. Yep. Uh, it was good. It's a good. It's a good. It, it's a really. It's a one. really good one. Um, <laughs> it's once again. It, it 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 plays to it plays to everything that you expect from The Witcher. Monsters, uh, a mystery to be unraveled, which I think is is really a thing that I. Uh, um, I don't think a lot of people touch touch on when talking about the Witcher. Like people like talking about the overarching plot in in the game, but uh, I almost never see anyone talking about like, oh yeah, these these little quests, these these story vignettes are are always tend to most of the time actually be like really interesting little mysteries about dark mm. pasts and and mm. the monsters that the that they create and i i've always found that to be a really charming and endearing uh part of the franchise it, it, mm. yeah and it's something that you get um heavily in in particular like in Witcher 3 where there are all these side quests that you have they're optional there's a you have a chance to go do something and you're generally given it's usually like a twofold, like you can do this or you can do that. And your right. other option is to not, yeah. not do anything yeah. at all. And a lot of times, <laughs> just because of Geralt being Geralt, not <laughs> actually doing the thing is probably the better outcome. Usually, right. even if people are being murdered, the thing when you try to solve it, it usually makes something worse. Or you find out oh, yeah. that the thing you're killing wasn't as, you know, maybe not as bad as it was mm. or mm. you make a deal with something else that seems like it's helpful but you actually just like condemn an entire village to die because you thought right. you were being yeah. helpful so your yeah. better course of action is just to not do with your things <laughs> or or just mainline the, the actual main quest and don't do side quests because <laughs> they usually <laughs> end up poorly even mm. if you technically succeed in them yeah like this one, he technically succeeded in yep. solving this thing, but it left everyone poorer for it. Yep. 
Even worse because he was trying to like not do this, and then Siri insisted, and it ended up making it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, yeah, he was like, "Hey, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually out, lady. I, I, I want nothing to do with this. And if if everybody had just been okay with it, <laughs> it would have still been bad, but just less. slightly less bad, <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah." Yeah. But yeah, that's that's The Witcher Volume 3. So there's one more left um in the, yes. in the comic book things which we'll um address I think next time. Mhm. Yes. Yep. All right, I think that that wraps us up for this episode. So we'll do our our due diligence and uh <laughs> Leonard, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Yes, people can find me on Twitter at Dr. Faust is Dead. People can also find me on YouTube by searching Dr. Faust is Dead. I make video essays and silly little edited video game related clips. Currently working on a new essay about uh, the lovely uh, game Grease. Uh, which uh, is uh, a very, uh, very gorgeous extended metaphor for uh, overcoming the uh, stages of grief and processing that. So Hmm. look forward to that pleasant subject matter hitting my (laughs) channel soon. Uh, Cameron, where can people Hmm? find you on the interweb? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at night underscore twitten. That's night without a K, uh, where you'll find me <laughs> grousing about setting up my schedule for the term, only to find every other teacher in the school also wanted to teach on Wednesdays and then having to shift everything around. Um, <laughs> I also host a tabletop miniatures uh, podcast, Realm and Rune, focused on Games Workshop products. Uh, find us at Realm and Rune if you want to listen to that kind of thing. Um, we're, we're still doing stuff. 2020. Oh, God, it's 2020. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you guys uh, are, like, on episode 50 already. Um, or yeah, so. We're, uh, 51? 50 overall. Know. 50 overall, I'm pretty sure. We're getting there. We just we just put out uh, 45, but that's our, yeah. of our main line. We've got a few unnumbered ones there. Uh, so, yeah, doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. N- nearly a 50. And get, guess what this is? Episode oh. 100. Yeah. Yeah. We made it to some arbitrary it. number. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything, but we have 100 episodes. Um, however, it's not, it's technically not, all right, it's technically episode 100, but it's not going to be labeled as such because no. there's the mini dear mini, which still count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to us. And you can find myself on Twitter at sentinel underscore plus the main monster dear monster on twitter at mon underscore d monster and the website with all the back 100 uh, episodes uh, on monster dot dear i don't what is it i forgot uh monster dear dot monster yes monster dear dot monster okay yes there we go brain brain (laughs) brain things Mm. we did it 
Yes, 100 <laughs> episodes. Congratulations. So, so we happy. did a thing. Oh. The evil is vanquished. No, it's not. No, wait, no, it's no, not it's vanquished not. It, 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 at it, all. It was, this, this show would uh, stop being We're, yeah. we're just creating more. <laughs> it never terrible, ends. Terrible things must be done mm. in the name yep. of progress. But yes, we will uh, will return with more Witcher later. But Dave, I do believe that there is something different on the docket for next week. Something different? What are we doing next week? I mean, it's Legati. <laughs> yeah, um, that, 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 that was... Yes. That was <laughs> <laughs> you, you lost me there for half a second. Um, you, you, you tease the next... Pro- you, you deliver product, and then you tease new product. We just... Mm. We that's not what happens here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what do. Yeah. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yes, uh, before coming back to Witcher, we will be... Um, further enlightening ourselves with more Thomas Ligotti and his theories, his philosophies, <laughs> and some uh, Peter Vessel Zapfa, uh, which we will be addressing um, specifically next time in lieu of yeah. uh, deeply diving further into conspiracy against the human race because it's all that's a lot. Mm. So, yeah, whole ball of wax right there. So we'll take our time, kind of uh, piecing it apart. To, to understand the true puppet nature of ourselves. <laughs> yes. And after that long-winded adieu, we actually will say goodbye to y'all, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye, folks. Goodbye, Bye-bye. everyone.